Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 69, Parental Shame and Guilt, Associated Factors and Experiences. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This episode summarizes the available research on parental shame and guilt, with a focus on associated factors and experiences that contribute to shame and guilt in motherhood. Introduction. Parenthood can be one of the most challenging roles faced by people throughout their lifetime. Descriptions of what it means to be a good parent are circulated through various forms of media outlets and passed down from family members and social circles. These descriptions of the good or ideal parent often hold parents to unrealistic standards, which may result in intense feelings, including shame and or guilt for parents who do not feel that they meet these standards. For child welfare-involved families, additional layers such as stigma and marginalization may further these experiences for parents. This research review will focus on feelings of shame and guilt as they relate to motherhood, specifically mothers involved in child welfare services. This particle will not discuss shame and guilt as it relates to fatherhood, because the research on this subject is almost exclusively involving mothers. That is not to say that fathers do not experience shame and guilt in relation to parenting, however, more research needs to be done to be to adequately discuss these concepts with paternal participants. Idealized motherhood. Childcare responsibilities have historically fallen largely on mothers, which has led to both the oppression of women and families and strong societal pressures for mothers to be perfect. This image of a perfect mother or the idealized mother is often described in the following discourses. Motherhood completes a woman. Mothers are the child's best caretakers. Motherhood is the most joyous time of life. Mothers have unlimited time and resources to devote to their children. Mothers should put their children's needs before their own. And there's no negative thoughts or experiences associated with motherhood. These demands of parenting are largely unrealistic and can be especially stigmatizing for mothers involved in child welfare. Idealized motherhood is often described with suitably aged, white, western, middle-class women in mind. However, most child welfare-involved mothers do not meet these criteria and may thereby be subject to increased social surveillance and stigma. As a result, many feelings, thoughts, and reactions may be evoked, including, but not limited to, fatigue, love, excitement, aggression, shame, and guilt. In addition, many women report having thoughts such as aggression towards their child, leaving or ending their roles as mothers, being absent mentally or physically from their child for any period of time, returning to work, marital problems, and having difficulty meeting high expectations of motherhood. Despite the universality of these thoughts, they are rarely spoken about openly, which further stigmatizes these experiences and strengthens the feelings of guilt and shame in mothers. Definitions of Shame and Guilt Before introducing the research on shame and guilt in relation to motherhood, it's important to define these concepts in detail. Shame and guilt are two related but distinct emotions that are often used interchangeably. They are defined as follows. Guilt, a self-conscious emotion characterized by a painful appraisal of having done or thought something that is wrong and often taken by a readiness to take action designed to undo or mitigate this wrong. 
Shame is defined as a highly unpleasant self-conscious emotion arising from the sense of there being something dishonorable, immodest, or indecent in one's own conduct and circumstances. Whereas the focus of attention in guilt is I did something bad, in shame it is I am bad, small, or inferior. The accompanying feelings with guilt are remorse or regret over one's actions, whereas with shame, the accompanied feelings are, are a fear of being publicly exposed, negatively judged, and rejected by others, feelings of pain or aversion, anger, grief, anxiety, feelings of powerlessness, and unworthiness. The resulting behavior for guilt is in individuals attend to and repair damaged relationships with those affected by their actions. The resulting behaviors with shame are a desire to isolate oneself, avoid through thrill-seeking or numbing with alcohol or drugs, or responding with aggression. The long-term impacts of guilt are that it interferes with general well-being, whereas with shame, the long-term impacts are increased vulnerability to emotional disorders such as anxiety and depression, and decreased help-seeking behaviors. This particle will focus on two types of research related to maternal shame and guilt. First, it will discuss the associated risk and protective factors related to feelings of maternal shame and guilt. Second, subjective experiences of mothers who are involved in child welfare will be presented. Thinking critically. How would you describe a good mother? Where do you think these beliefs originated? How do you think your beliefs about motherhood would impact a client involved in child welfare? Research questions. The following two research questions were formulated to guide the remainder of this research review. Research is grouped together according to the study's methodologies. The methods matter box in each section indicates which research methodologies are appropriate to answer each research question. 1. Which risk and protective factors are associated with maternal shame and guilt? 2. How do mothers describe their experiences of shame and guilt? Factors associated with maternal shame and guilt. FAQs. What are the risk factors associated with maternal shame and guilt? What are the protective factors associated with these feelings? Methods matter. This is an association question, which examines the relationships between factors. Correlational studies, like longitudinal or cross-sectional designs, and systematic reviews are best suited to answer this question. As a note, correlational studies cannot typically determine whether one factor caused another, simply that a relationship exists between the two entities. Many factors have the potential to predict increased feelings of shame and guilt in mothers. Due to the complexity of these emotions, few research studies have examined shame and guilt as separate concepts. It's important to note that the current tools used to measure shame and guilt often examines these constructs interchangeably. The few measurement tools that do measure shame and guilt as separate constructs are known as the TOSCA, the Shame and Guilt Scales of Testing of Self-Conscious Affect Scale, and the PFQ, the Personal Feelings Questionnaire. By separating these constructs, the results of the research can more clearly identify which emotion is associated with a certain factor. Additionally, most tools measuring shame and guilt are self-report measures and should be interpreted with caution as feelings of shame and guilt often are difficult to express due to stigma and fear of reactions from others. Additionally, the majority of the literature regarding shame and guilt involves white middle-class mothers. The contributing factors associated with shame and guilt for these mothers may vary greatly when considering other groups, and therefore the results of these studies discussed should be interpreted with caution.
In this section, risk and protective factors associated with feelings of guilt and shame in motherhood will be discussed. Risk factors. Currently, two risk factors have been identified that are associated with increased feelings of shame and guilt as separate concepts. These include symptoms of depression and high expectations. It's been found that those who experience shame may have increased risks for experiencing symptoms of depression and vice versa. In one meta-analytic review by Kim and colleagues in 2011, participants who reported feeling higher levels of shame also experienced more symptoms of depression. Interestingly, it was also found that those who experienced more feelings of guilt experienced fewer symptoms of depression. It was speculated that the reason for this was due to the accompanied feelings and behaviors associated with guilt, that is, remorse and the need to rectify a perceived wrongdoing. These findings have been replicated in other studies, including studies whose participants were in the postpartum period, in addition to mothers involved in child welfare. Alternatively, feelings of guilt have been associated with mothers' high expectations of their own parenting abilities. Mothers who expect perfection in their mothering role may feel higher levels of guilt than mothers who do not. This may lead to higher stress and anxiety. Additional factors that may be associated with increased feelings of shame and guilt in motherhood, including being a member of a minority group, addictions, intellectual or developmental disabilities, young age, and having few social supports. However, quantitative research discussing these factors could not be located. Protective factors. Not all parents who experience the above factors feel shame and guilt. While the research is limited, two protective factors associated with decreased feelings of shame and guilt could be located. These included self-compassion and social support. Self-compassion. Self-compassion means responding to personal failures and shortcomings with self-kindness, while being mindfully aware of one's emotions. This concept is considered beneficial for general well-being as the practice of being self-compassionate may reduce unwanted or uncomfortable emotions. In a study by Sirios and colleagues in 2019, participants who reported higher levels of self-compassion were less likely to report feelings of shame and guilt. While this research is promising, more research is needed to understand how and why self-compassion leads to reduced feelings of maternal shame and guilt. Social support. Family, friend, and community support play important roles in providing direct support to mothers, which has been found in multiple studies to reduce feelings of shame and guilt. Many other factors may also protect mothers from feeling overwhelmed by shame and guilt, including religion or spirituality. However, more research is needed. Thinking critically. As a child welfare professional, how might you promote protective factors when supporting a family experiencing feelings of shame and guilt? Mothers' Subjective Experiences FAQs How do mothers from various backgrounds describe their experiences of shame and guilt? How do mothers describe their experiences in relation to child welfare involvement? Methods Matter This is an experiences question, which explores the feelings and perceptions of a group of people. In this case, exploring the feelings and perceptions of mothers involved in the child welfare system. Qualitative Methodologies and reviews including qualitative methodologies are most appropriate to answer experiences-type questions. The lived experiences of any group of people are varied, and capturing their experiences fully by any research methodology is unlikely. 
The studies included in this section provide a broad sampling of experiences of shame and guilt reported by mothers. These accounts may offer insight into some of the lives, but not all, of families affected by shame and guilt both within and outside the child welfare system. The qualitative studies located for this review include perspectives of mothers' experiences with shame and guilt for mothers who use substances and mothers involved in child welfare. Mothers who use substances. Amongst the literature, mothers who use substances such as drugs and alcohol discussed many feelings, thoughts, and behaviors that led to intense feelings of guilt and shame. Many of these women reported using alcohol or drugs while pregnant. These women worried about the consequences of their substance use during pregnancy on their child, which led to feelings of guilt. In a study by Silva and colleagues in 2012, one mother stated, I used drugs when I knew I was pregnant. Sometimes I relapsed and I felt very scared and guilty for the consequences it could bring to my child. Additionally, stigma regarding substance use was identified as a source of guilt and thus reinforced blame and isolation. Many women identified isolating themselves because they feared judgment from others. For example, Fowler and colleagues in 2014 examined the experiences of mothers who use substances and uncovered the following statement. I was fearful. I felt guilty until proven innocent. That feeling a lot of people feel as though they've got signs on their heads. Further, as a result of the substance use histories, women often experienced a high level of surveillance regarding their parenting capacity and other behaviors by health and child welfare services. These common experiences with health professionals and other community organizations led to feelings of guilt, fear, avoidance, and a lack of trust in the system. For example, one mother highlights how language used to classify her child affected her self-worth as a mother. Took away the joy that I should experience as a mom, and not those emotionally loaded terms as methadone baby. You know, I just I felt like I wasn't worthy, that I was a second-rate mom, and that I didn't deserve the support that the other moms got. It really marred the whole experience for me. Additional expressions of guilt may arise when women feel they spent too much money on drugs rather than their own children. It's important to note that many women who use drugs also perceive themselves to be capable parents and describe their experiences of mothering as normal. Motherhood was the reason many women sought treatment for their addictions. In addition, attempts to shield their children from the effects of substance abuse, such as keeping equipment hidden or out of reach, locking away drugs, not using in front of the children, and waiting until children went to bed, or staying out with friends and relatives was common. These perspectives highlight the need for workers to validate both the real challenges and risks to children, as well as the areas of resilience and strength for women who use substances. Mothers' Experiences of Shame and Guilt in the Child Welfare Service System Many emotions are evoked when mothers become involved in child welfare services. These emotions may include, but are not limited to, anger, sadness, fear, anxiety, shame, mistrust, guilt, frustration, embarrassment, confusion, loss, and panic. Not only can mothers feel shame and guilt from their own negative self-evaluation, an additional layer of judgment, stigma, and feelings of being misunderstood by professionals are common themes reported by mothers who've reported feelings of shame and guilt. In many cases, mothers involved in child welfare services are facing the loss of care of their children, identity confusion, and an intense stigma associated with their child welfare involvement. As a result of this stigma, many mothers revealed that they concealed their involvement with child welfare 
or isolated themselves from their community for fear of social rejection. One mother said, At first, I was just very ashamed because of the stigma that's attached to it is awful. My husband and I haven't told either of our families about it because when you hear that someone's got a case with CPS, you automatically assume that they're a bad parent. So initially, I was very ashamed and embarrassed, and I couldn't believe that it was happening to me. Additionally, many mothers reported feeling distrust, fear, and uneasiness when communicating with their workers. Some qualitative studies have examined shame and guilt as it relates to the relationship between mothers and their caseworkers. In these studies, women described their relationships as strained because they did not provide enough information regarding their case, emotional support, or praise for their strengths. Other concerns worth mentioning that deepened a mother's sense of guilt or shame, despite minimal research, included mothers with low income. While consideration for various intersecting barriers that mothers experience is critically important for professional supporting families, there is limited research on this topic. There's not enough research to know how intersectionality relates to maternal shame and guilt, and to know how to best support families affected by complex, compounding challenges. Thinking critically. Considering that the majority of the research on shame and guilt involves white, middle-class mothers, how might experiences of shame and guilt be different for parents who do not belong to this group? Practice considerations. There are many ways in which child welfare professionals can work with mothers to decrease the feelings of shame and guilt. This section discusses potential practice considerations for professionals working with parents involved in child welfare services. Consider how shame and guilt might be affecting the families you're working with. Recognizing shame and guilt in mothers may help to minimize risk, help build rapport, and ultimately help develop more positive interactions between clients and child welfare professionals. Parents may need to explicitly hear that the allegations in connection to child protection do not completely invalidate their positive parent identities. They can be good parents who care for their children, while also needing to acquire further parenting skills and support to ensure their children's safety and well-being. Promote protective factors. Consider connecting parents to people who have had similar experiences and to services in the community that can help strengthen their social support networks. There's some discussion regarding peer support groups and how storytelling can help alleviate some of the internalized shame and stigma associated with child welfare involvement. Recognize personal attitudes and biases. Workers should explore and understand how their own professional attitudes and behaviors may contribute to or mitigate their experiences with clients and the perception clients have of them. Conclusion. This research review summarized factors that contribute to maternal shame and guilt, in addition to mothers' experiences of these emotions when involved in child protection services. Factors that contribute to parental guilt and shame are endless, and the research is sparse. Currently, risk factors that have been associated in the literature include depression and high expectations of oneself. Protective factors include self-compassion and social supports. Experiences of shame and guilt in motherhood were also discussed. Mothers who have shared situational or personal experiences of substance abuse or child welfare involvement report that they feel that these experiences contributed to feelings of maternal shame and guilt. More research is needed to understand the factors and experiences that contribute to feelings of guilt and shame in parents. Child welfare workers play a prominent role in addressing these issues. 
Therefore, it's critical that researchers and practitioners become more invested in both understanding guilt and shame in addition to this growing body of research. You have been listening to the Parkcast series, episode 69, Parental Shame and Guilt, Associated Factors and Experiences. The Parkcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, Canadian membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information and to access resources, please visit www.parkcanada.org.